Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, everybody. This is Mike Lambois. Um, what we've got here is a conversation with Scott St. Louis, uh, one of Johnny Hardwick's best friends. Um, this is the first time he's talked about Johnny since uh, since he passed, and well, I don't want to give it too much fanfare because uh, it's a solemn occasion. But uh, Scott was super nice to, to give us his time, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> Scott? Yeah, man. Hey, Scott. This is Rusty here. I'm here with uh, my co-host, Mike. How you doing, Scott? Hey, Rusty. Hey, Mike. I'm hanging in there, guys. How yeah, you doing? I get that. I get uh, that. We're we're doing we're we're doing doing all right ourselves. Uh, uh, you know, as, as best we can in a time where it, it, you know we've been doing this King of the Hill podcast now for two years, and I've been a King of the Hill fan since I was like eight. Yeah. You know, and I'm 33 now, so uh, it, you know it's it's kind of somber even for the fans. Super somber uh, yeah. of the show yeah. too. So uh, yeah, we're just. Uh, uh, just some, you know, two guys from Texas that are huge fans of the show and started a, you know, a podcast and, uh, we appreciate you taking the time to come huge loss, talk yeah. to our audience, uh, uh, about Johnny a little bit. So if we, uh, if we kind of introduce you, can you just tell some great stories about him? Well, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I got <laughs> you, know, you. I mean, I got you. John, you know, Johnny's, Johnny's life was, was one big story. So yeah. it's, uh, uh, <laughs> that's what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of visitors in his world, and um, I could tell you, the, the, you know, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, Johnny had a condition called hypothyroidism. Oh, really? Right? Uh-uh. Yeah, and um, some people would uh, would interpret that as him being crazy. Sure. But it was usually like when his when his thyroid was getting <clears throat> not getting the proper dosages that the yeah. uh, it should have been getting it's a, it's a condition called uh, myxedema, okay. right? Which which makes you a little bit like the Mad Hatter. Yeah. So when when he was uh, coming out here uh, for the table read of the King of the Hill, he he suffered uh, one of those uh, situations, mm-hmm. 
and uh, he didn't make the table read. Oh wow! Yeah, but everybody was there. Mike was there. You know, Gray cast and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, he was. Uh, he had to be. He had to be medically uh, intervened on in order to get his uh, thyroidism uh, back in check. Yeah. And then once that happened, I mean, he was. You know, he was doing great, and and uh, he was really excited about the latest season and. He did six episodes so yeah. far, so I don't know if you guys know that or not. A lot of people don't know that, sure, because they're really tight-lipped on kind of what's going out. But the fans should know that there is six episodes of Johnny in the can That's, playing that, Dell. That is truly something to look forward to. Yeah, that know? is. I mean, yeah. that is really, really something. Now, you know, it's it's it, it's sad that 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 that's all there is, but I'm glad that there was something. You know, because I know mm-hmm. how much that role meant to Johnny. Uh, just as a fan, I know how much that role meant to him, and knowing that he got to at least play it out for a little while, you know, what I mean, yeah. and, and get to flesh it out and see what it would have been like to have come back and do a Dale fifteen years down the road. I feel like had we not, That's had, right. I feel like had we not have a, had a strike, we'd have a whole season of Dale, you know. But you know, things happen. You definitely would have. Yeah, things, yeah, you definitely would have had a season. Things happen yeah. for a reason, though, you know, and and it's not always easy to see that. Um, so I'm just glad we got some more Dale and some more Johnny before before he moved on. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but he was like a huge fan of Western. Yeah. Like old Western. Yeah. So we, he would call me and he would go, Scott, you got to watch The Rifleman on YouTube. <laughs> and then so we would watch episodes and then talk about them, right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, why am I watching? Oh, right? Like this is like 1958. Yeah. And it's yeah. one camera yeah. and it's, you know. And then I started to see the beauty of it. Like, this is a one-camera scene. You had to get all the gun work right. All sure. the acting had to be right. Everything had to be beautifully done in order for that scene to work. Yep. So he was a huge fan of details. And, you know, we created a, a, a thing together that um, we were just getting ready to pitch. Mm-hmm. And it was based around that type of uh, uh, art, you know. Okay. So it's uh, and he would always he he would always tell me like I said not like he goes you gotta play you gotta play ditch that's the the name of the main character because you are ditch because how we met was that I used to be in a, a cowpunk band called the Ditch Bangokies like back in the nineties <laughs> right okay yeah and and he was a fan in of 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 the music and of the band and I never knew that until. I uh, started working with this guy named Joe Boucher, who was a producer on The King of the Hill. Yeah. And he brought in Johnny to voice a character called Riff Raff. Riff Raff, and, uh, really? Yeah, exactly. But, wow. And then Johnny came to me and said, hey, man, like, you know, and we had Toby Huss yeah. voice Ditch, yeah. and, yeah. and uh, Big Schmo actually voiced Skeeter, mm-hmm. and uh, this other uh, artist named Meg Myers. Okay. He's a singer songwriter. Did uh, did a voice of one of the characters named Ellie Meg, and he came he came to me. He goes, "Look, I, I you know, I kind I like this, but I think it could be so much more." Right. And his wheels really started turning, and we started working very closely together and uh, in, in developing this show called Trailer Metal. Right. And we didn't know if we were going to do. Um, like a, a a series or a movie, we were leaning towards a movie, okay. like doing an animated movie. And yeah. what was funny is that everything that he would write happened. 
started happening in real life, right? <laughs> so <Okay. laughs> he started. He started. He talked about this thing called the money virus. All right. It would because this it would take place ten years in the future, and it was post-apocalypse. Okay. So ev- everyone in the world that is something today, like Mike Judge, who's you know Mike sure. Judge, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Hollywood's gone. Okay. So he's a chemist again, and he was going to be like the the Elon Musk of our world, oh, right? Wow. Yeah. It, and like Greg, Greg Daniels' character's name would be they, them. And it'd be like everything that he would write would happen, right? Yeah. So and we had this voice of God uh, who, who we used, uh, this guy named Chris Slonsky out of, out of the Midwest, who just did this fabulous impersonation of uh, Sam, um, God, what's his last name? Cowboy, deep cowboy voice. Oh, Sam. Sam, uh, uh, Sam yeah. Elliott. There you go. Yeah, big, Sam big, Elliott. Yeah, big Sam mustache. Elliott, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was the idea of the voice of God. And, and like God was kind of controlling everything that would happen. You know, the West Coast was taken over by the Russians, except for <laughs> Hollywood, which was taken over by China. Sure. And then you, and then you had uh, uh, the rest of America, which was uh, all the way up to Texas. The Texas was taken over by the Saudis, except for Austin. Okay. Austin was like this little, you know, pothole of uh, of Americans. Yeah. There, and they gave Kim Jong Un North Dakota. North Dakota. And yeah, so and he would practice firing off his missiles towards Florida. Oh, that's funny. You know, so it was just this this great idea in this world that was just phenomenal and beautiful. And I hope that sometime we get to make it as, yeah. as, a, as a way to honor the man. Yeah, no because kidding. let me tell you something. He was beast mode yeah. when it came to writing and when it came to performing. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I watched him go into the studio uh, to do these latest episodes mm-hmm. of The King of the Hill. And it was like he never left. Yeah, oh, I can imagine. Yeah, like going through uh, the show episode by episode that we do. So that's you know the main gist of our show. We have two. Yeah. We have two episodes that we do. We do one that we release on Mondays, where it's episodic content, where we go season by season. We're on season four right now. And if you go through and you pick the ones that Johnny wrote, like you could. <laughs> yeah, no, you, he's all over the board. Yeah, no you kidding. could. You could see. You, you could see the genius in each one. You could see his thumbprint. You you could definitely tell which ones were his and which ones weren't, kind of thing. And that's what that's what I liked yeah, about it. Right. That's when you say he was a writing powerhouse i like as a fan i could see it you know what i mean i, I visualize exactly what you're saying kind of thing so we, we i don't know do you guys you guys, you guys know the story about eric estrada have you no. ever heard that no uh, no not at all. So, yeah. <laughs> he was on his way to fox right and he got in a road rage uh uh situation with eric estrada and eric estrada fucking puts him off right sorry i don't know if you can cut that no, you're good. Yeah, right? go for it, man. now we're king of the hill podcast yeah we're blue collar yeah, yeah. we're pretty blue collar hey, yeah. only when yeah, you're talking Beaumont. about eric estrada but sure yeah 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 so they had like this little incident on the road and then they got to the table read right and there's eric estrada sitting right across oh, from him dear Lord. i guess apparently he was in one of the things <laughs> and, and eric had no idea who he had flipped off mm-hmm. it was funny he loves telling that story. You know, I, I think about that, like, just driving around. You know, I think, oh, I'd really like to flip them off, but I don't know who they are. You know? <laughs> so yeah, I'm afraid, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to get to a meeting, and there they are. So that really happened to him. And I, like, yeah. you, like you said, he had that kind of life, though, right? Where just things right. would just happen. So did, how long ago? Oh, dude, he was like Forrest Gump, man. I mean, really, <laughs> he would just walk into these situations, and, and they, they called him the golden child. I bet because he, I mean he was he, he was tending bar, 
you know, when, yeah. when he got the, the, uh, the opportunity to do some writing for the team. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They said that, uh, he did one little stand up thing and, and Mike Judge yep. and Greg were there and, yep. uh, they were just like, Oh, there's a guy. And then they mm-hmm. completely changed the character of Dale to reflect Johnny rather than That's- the other way around. Well, they wanted the, I don't know the other guy's name, but originally he Dan- was going to play. Daniel, uh, Daniel Stern. Yeah, Daniel Stern. The yeah. St- sticky mm-hmm. bandit from yeah, yeah. Home Alone, yeah. But Johnny, uh, you know, he wasn't the first pick, right, 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 to replace Daniel. Like, Johnny would walk around the writer's room you know, going, I am Dale Gribble, and he would, like, <laughs> deliver the line just driving, <laughs> driving everybody crazy. Until they finally gave him the opportunity to do it. I don't really like saying it because it's That's corny, fantastic. but it was kind of like a manifestation. Yeah. You know what I mean? He kind of right. like, oh yeah, he wanted it so bad that he spoke it into in existence. Well, it kind of seemed like Johnny's life was a manifestation. I mean, just whatever. he believed that. By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah he, really? he believed that. Yeah, yeah, he believed that he he could yeah. really achieve whatever he had set his mind to. Well, I tell you what, that really comes a, 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 a that really comes through on some of his YouTube stuff. Just seeing him sitting oh, yeah. there with the piano and things, I, I just. It just seems like a guy who's having a good life, you know? I mean, it's just like like he's celebrating each little moment there, and he just wanted people to be part of the party is what it seemed like that's to right. me. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I mean, I'm sure you guys know a lot of people in Austin sure. who, who Johnny visited at some point, whether you saw him in the park walking his dog or you saw him on South Congress walking yeah. barefoot, right? Yeah. So we had a, a – uh, a situation where we were supposed to pitch Fox and Comedy Central. This was pre-COVID, and it was right after uh, the hurricane in Houston. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Johnny was 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 in one of his myxedema phases. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying that right, but you guys yeah, that's up, fine. But, sure, sure. And he was on South Congress, and he was playing his guitar, and he had his guitar case open, was accepting donations for the Houston Docks. So that he could send dog food down oh, wow. to Houston for the dogs that had been, uh, you know, homeless or lost or whatever happened, right? Sure. That's so, awesome. So he got arrested for vagrancy, and oh, no. and he tr- he tried to tell he tried to tell the cops that he was Dale Gribble, and they put the cuffs on him. They thought he was just this crazy they guy. They thought he was a crazy guy. That's yeah, cool. yeah, oh, and, and they arrested him. And this, oh, this, no. you can, it never got out, thank God, because, yeah. uh, but it was, uh, you know, and those, and those cops too, that arrested him have probably watched like hundreds of hours of King of the Hill too. And they're like, <laughs> dude, you're not Dale Gribble. And the fact that, the, they, that it's yeah. that character too, it's just the character Dale Gribble. So that's they're right. like, they're like, well, Dale Gribble's already the character that's, you know, kind of loopy or crazy or just off the wall. So they're like. Well, this guy can't be Dale Gribble. Like nobody would just say they're Dale Gribble. You know, that's yeah. that's that's a good story. <laughs> well, the other, the other thing too is that he looked like a homeless guy. He did. You know, like yeah. if you're running to him on the streets, like yeah. you would never yeah. think, because he really he just wanted to be, you know, one of the people, right? Yeah. And he yeah. loved Austin, man. I mean, yeah. like he he loved that community, and he loved the fact that he could take Willie down to South Congress, and you know, uh, Willie was his dog. Willie Ray, yeah. yeah Willie Ray is a dog. What a great yeah. name. That is a good dog name. He, he re- and, and tell me if this is accurate, but he, he reminded me a lot of Hunter S. Thompson. I don't know if that was on purpose or not. I would say he was a lot like Hunter S. Thompson. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he, he would, 
he was very misunderstood, I think, sure. like because people expect celebrities to be, you know, uh, celebrities, right? Sure, and, sure. And, but Johnny was just—he was just really Johnny. And just, if you ever had the opportunity to meet him, you would know that that you know he was like the Mad Hatter, yeah. but in a beautiful way, yeah. you know, really. Yeah. So, it's so, a, so what? Yeah. What? Uh, during the current stuff that he was recording, what you were just there with him recording that stuff or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He came, he was staying at my house. Oh, I so see. he came out here and stayed here with me and my family. And, oh, that's fantastic. and we were just, me and my kids just, we're on, we're on season nine now, but we, yeah. we started to watch every episode of King of the Hill yeah. because yeah. they saw, uh, cause Johnny and I had, were recording for, for the other thing that we were working on. Right. Sure. And so they it drew their interest, and they're huge animation fans, and they didn't really have you know much experience with King of the Hill, but now we're on season nine, and we didn't stop, you know. And yeah. and I knew I knew he was gone the day that all that happened uh, uh, when the when the police and stuff were at his house. Yeah, yeah. So, and that was a very somber day here in my household. Oh, yeah, I, I would tell imagine. You. Imagine. Sure. Like yeah, he was vacuum, part of the family. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how old? How, how old are your kids? They're ten and thirteen. Oh yeah, that's a tough time. Yeah, so that's a tough time. You're right at about that age, and so now we're on season nine. Yeah, watching every episode. We were get, just going to watch it up for the for the Hulu reboot. You know, which is, I hope yeah. still happen. I, I do too. I hope it still happens too. too. I really hope that this doesn't stop it. Like I think no. that they have to carry on with it, just in the you know, just for for Johnny too. I don't know. I like he, he wouldn't, wouldn't, he wouldn't have stop. wanted that. Yeah. That's what I was. Fixing, want that's what I was yeah. fixing to say. I didn't know the man personally, but just from his outward appearance and his his YouTube videos and the stuff that I've seen, he would not. He would want the show to go on. And that's right. I told I told uh, Rusty this in a previous episode. We're gonna do like Hank did. We're gonna go in the garage, put the door down, cry for a couple of minutes, then we'll come out and everything right. everything keeps running. You know, I mean that's just that's just what you do. Especially yeah, for somebody the, that was, was dedicated to that. Yeah. Yeah, he he was you know what, he was not the type of guy uh that would uh, uh you know sit in his sadness, right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, that they must go on kind sure. of regardless. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And you know, the, the I, I met him about thirteen years ago. Okay. And uh, we just we just became friends because we were we were fans of music and yeah. and uh, he was turning me on to all these different westerns that we were doing as as case studies for what we were trying to create. I got another guy you. that used to work on King of the Hill named Randy Kukasak okay. is uh, our, our animator and yeah. uh, you know well respected by people like uh, Wes Archer. Absolutely. So, yeah. go ahead. I got to tell you, the Rifleman was one of those things I watched every day as a kid. Uh, Dude, do you know? Do you know Chuck Connors was the very first NBA player to shatter a backboard? No, I had no idea. That's Are a, you serious? That's a great, yeah, that is a crazy shit. fact. Yeah. Chuck Connors, the Rifleman. You talk, yeah. you're the Rifleman was the first guy the to break rifleman. a backboard. That is yeah, what? Dude, he played, great he story. Played for the Boston Celtics. Uh, oh, my son wow. is 12, about to be 13, and there was a right. relative that he spent time with when he was a kid <laughs> that would babysit him for me while I was at work, and. Uh, they would always watch the Rifleman. So my son, yep. like as a twelve-year-old, he probably knows the Rifleman better than you know men who are in their sixties, and he loves that show. So I'm gonna tell him that fact when I get home because oh, oh. he's, <laughs> he's at that age where he's buying basketball yeah, shoes sure. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. he's gonna think that's he's gonna like that. I one. mean, that's you, good. you know how it is. Every time somebody says the Rifleman, the only thing I hear is <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Rifleman. Yeah. You know yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the fact that he was like, you know, he would flip that rifle oh, around, yeah. and Johnny loved that gun work, and, oh, and he's That's like, awesome. we were just la- last time we talked was on the thirtieth of of July, okay. and um, you know, we talked for about an hour and a half, and he left. He was really into nose breathing too, so I don't know if you guys are nose familiar with that. No, I yeah. actually so am like, familiar with it. There's a friend of yeah. mine that talked to me about it, and uh, my friend's really into holistic stuff, and he's a uh, he's yeah. big on psychedelics Dude. and stuff. You, you got to tell me what nose yeah. breathing is. I have no idea. It's it's like uh, where you breathe just from your nose. Like apparently, yeah, early that. early yeah. man only used their nose to breathe. They didn't breathe out of their mouth, and that's what it is. It's okay. about going back to that breathing because that's how our bodies are meant to breathe. And it's okay. better for us and oxygen. How we get how oxygen is trans, uh, transported throughout our body and all kinds of stuff gotcha. like that. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That's correct. Yeah. No. So there's a there's a there's a book on it that uh, we both read and we watch. Uh, uh, so if you get a chance, check it out. It's uh, I can't remember the author's name right now, but you know we were yeah, really sure. uh, into talking about that using it as meditative forms and. and well, you know, as the powers any, of creation. Yeah, anytime, <laughs> anytime somebody tells you about meditating or any of that calming down mm-hmm. your your blood pressure or anything like that, it's always breathe through the nose, exhale through the mouth. You know, all of that kind of stuff. So I can see where there's something there. So you know what? I know this question is going to come up because everybody wants sure. to know, like, how did he die? Right? Yeah, we weren't. So everybody's already that. thinking that, right? Sure. sure. Yeah, so, I'm sure everybody is. Yeah. I, I can tell you that uh, uh, I don't believe it was drugs and alcohol. And I, 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 at the bottom of my heart, I can tell you that, that I believe that that is true. Good. I, I think that, uh, I, Johnny was an organic guy and he yeah. really liked like a yeah. Dimitrius earth. I don't even know if I'm saying that yeah, right. I know what but, you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. dog dewormer for cancer, things like that. Right. So <laughs> sure. he didn't like to take his blood pressure medication uh, because it would make him kind of sluggish. And, yeah. and I, I mean, that's until somebody tells me different. Yeah. I'm gonna believe it was natural cause. So yeah, yeah. just, just it, it, it calms he, anybody's mind. Did yeah, he, did he battle? Did he battle blood pressure for a long time? Or he he did. Yeah, yeah. for the, at least the last ten years. Sure, you know. Yeah, and, man. Um, you you hit fifty, things start falling off. You know. I mean, that's just yeah. the way it is. I'm fifty four, so it. I yeah, I got it. I, I completely understand. I got one foot right now. I can't use. So it's. Uh, Time starts catching up with you, no matter who you are, you know, and That's right. somebody who lived as robust a life as he did, I'm sure it caught up really quick. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, I mean, he was just, he really was like Forrest Gump. He would just walk into, because J.B. Cook called him the golden boy. I don't know if you know who he is, but he, he wrote a couple episodes of yeah. King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's like awesome. Johnny just seems to just walk into pots of gold, and it's just <laughs> amazing to watch it work, you know? I, uh, yeah, there are people in our lives that come through that, uh, my dad always said, you know, they could, they could, uh, instead of falling in shit, they fall in flowers or whatever, you know, I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, you come out smelling like roses and it's just, it, I think it has to do with attitude and spirit and karma and whatever else you want to attribute it to. Yeah. yeah. Um, you put good stuff out there, good things come back, you know, and, and we lose good people all the time, way too early. And he's certainly well, one of I- those. I feel like if you guys would let me, I, I feel like I need to tell a story that he told me about his father. God, and his father do. was a yeah, was, you can tell anything a, you want to tell, a, buddy. We're we're open okay. ears. Yeah, this is your yeah. this is your uh, this is your stage. Okay, I just I don't want to piss this management group off or anything like that. So yeah. I'm trying to be really respectful, gotcha. right? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> and I, uh, well, I'm sure so Johnny's nobody. Dad, uh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. 
I was going to say, Go I'm ahead. sure that nobody in his management team is even where we, ex- where we exist. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true, yeah. So uh, Johnny's dad was a pilot, and his mom was a, was a stewardess, or, you know, steward, whatever they call him now, yeah, sure, right? sure. And so his dad was flying a lot over Nevada uh, during the times they were testing nuclear weapons. So his father actually died of thyroid cancer wow. and had got it from the uh, the nuclear testing sure. and passed those genes on to his children. That's amazing. So all, all four, his, uh, his, his, his two brothers and his sister had, part of their thyroid taken off to take wow. medication so, and, up, and they all up to, you know, current. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so it was, it was something that, um, that he battled with, you know, his, yeah. his entire life because Johnny didn't like to take, take prescription medication. Can't blame him. You know, he was really like Dale in that aspect, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, and, I think that that story needs to be told so that people can understand that, like, you know, oh, sure. thyroid, you know, thyroid conditions are, they, they, they I, I think it, I think it helped him be the creative genius that he was, but it also created some misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, like if you hear stories about him, especially from people in Austin, yeah. you know, in, yeah. in current day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So coronavirus, you know, screwed with everybody. Sure. Um, but he was he was a good man, yeah. And uh, and he was he was the the greatest writer. And I know quite a few comics and stuff like that. He was the most brilliant writer I've ever met in my entire life. That's cool. That's and really cool. I think that he would want people to know that you know that 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 was a real condition for him. Yeah. So yeah. because, you know, people are going to be talking about, you know, among, oh, I don't know. Sure. If don't make national, I've already but, seen it. Know. Yeah. It's already, it's already, yeah. already the trolls and everything on the internet are already t- saying, yeah. you know, it's got to be drugs or alcohol. Like, no, it exactly. doesn't, it doesn't, have, doesn't to have to be. It That's doesn't right. have to be drugs no, or alcohol. No. Yeah. He was sober. He hadn't drank in like 13 years. Yeah. See, I was going to, so, I was going to ask you about that, about being sober. Was he, uh, yeah. he, he was, he was a big advocate. Well, I don't know if he was a big advocate, but you know, he he did do some damage in his life with around drugs and alcohol. Sure. And and he got sober as a result of that. And yeah. you know, for a while he was what you would call California sober, right? Where you smoke weed. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but, sure. But you don't do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. That that kind of that kind of makes sense for he Dale. He was proud of it. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you know, sure. he wasn't a member of anything, right? Sure. He wasn't a joiner. Right. So yeah. he but he, you know, I, I know that it, in his last days, I know that he was, he was clean and sober as far yeah. as I know. Yeah, that's amazing. So. I, uh, we do, we do a couple of uh, shows here that uh, are done by folks who have been sober for several years. And mm-hmm. uh, I personally haven't had a drink. Uh, it'll be two years in October. And so that really 20 that, and a half for me. Yeah, there you so. go. There you go. It, and, and, you know, yeah. and I don't, I, I think from what I'm understanding about sobriety, it doesn't matter how long it is. Um, we're all fighting that same demon. And, That's it. you know, between you and I, we could walk into just about anywhere and boom, a drink hit us. You know, I mean, it's, it. it's just, I used to smoke three packs a day and uh, I quit 20 something years ago. But every once in a while, when I walk by somebody smoking a cigarette, I'm like, oh boy, that would be good. You know? Yeah, that's right. And so it's the same thing with alcohol. And alcohol is even worse because it is freaking everywhere. 
and mm-hmm. you don't realize it until you quit how that stuff is every friggin' place oh, you yeah. go. It's everywhere. Everything you watch, <laughs> everything you see, yeah, there, there it is. And so, well, it re- it really is going to be the legend of Johnny Hardwick, right? Yeah. So, because everybody has a story. Yeah. But I can tell you, he was just as human as you and I are right oh, now, sure. talking on this phone. Sure. And you know, he loved tobacco too. So you know, <laughs> right. he sm- smoked up until the day that he passed. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, blood pressure. Oh yeah. Smoking. Oh yeah. I get it. Not the greatest combination. Put all those things together, something happened. Yeah. Yeah. Hypertension. Yeah. Well, we we really appreciate you taking the time and talking to us about Johnny. Yeah, an open uh, invitation. You Anytime you want to come it on is, and talk anything, King of the Hill or is, anything in life. Period. I'm uh, just so sad that he's gone, and and it just um, it's one of those that hits you out of the blue. You're like, well, I didn't know this guy, but I feel like I knew this guy. You know, and that's so, right. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard. That's a tough one. Uh, it's not quite well, the same. I would say as try one. to stay away from you know the drugs and alcohol route. There that, you go. That actually happens to be the case, but I don't believe it was. So. Yeah. Well, I would. We're, I would certainly never bring that up about anybody until it's yeah. proven, you know, or whatever. And and even if it is proven, guess what? Everybody's got their demons and things happen. That's right. You know, yeah. people just, can't point fingers at nobody. And nobody is any well, better than the kidding. next. You're not kidding. That's a good way to get fingers okay. pointed back at you. Yeah. So. Well, thank Absolutely. thank you, sir. We really appreciate it. Is there a uh, and you don't have to tell me this if you don't want to. Is there a is there a memorial or something coming up, or have you already had something like that? There's going to be a I know there's going to be a private one. I yeah, think for the sure. family yeah. and and we're we're actually talking about uh, doing some, a memorial maybe in Austin as well as in L. A. Well, and uh, I'll keep you guys informed. If, if there's anything in Austin, we would love. Yeah, to we're only just, we're yeah. we're in and, Waco, by the way. So if uh, you ever want to do lunch, like yeah, we're, we're only, in Austin, we'll yeah. we'll, we'll gladly come and come down and have a lunch. If you're in Austin, oh, Austin yeah. is nothing for. I, I'm in Austin actually twice a week for work. I, I deliver wine all over Austin. So. Oh wow! Very cool. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm in California. Sure. Uh, but. Uh, you know, I, I, chances are within the next week I'll probably be out there. Well, I'll tell you this: yeah. if, if they Help do, if they stuff. do have something in Austin, please give us a shout out. We really appreciate it, and we're not it. we're not going to come as the show. We're going to come as us. Yeah. And so Perfect. don't don't think that we would ever use that as an opportunity to do anything. We uh, we would just love to pay our tribute. So. Yeah, our intentions are pure. We don't because we, we I, I already know there's people on the internet oh. that are going to say the only reason why we're talking about Johnny Hardwick is because he passed, it's and we want to try to ride the coattail of it. it. But that's not it. It's a King of the Hill podcast. Yeah. I've gone by yeah. Rusty for over 15 years as a nickname. <laughs> I'm 33. Yeah. I identify with it so much. Yeah. You know, I never, I, I didn't really Johnny Hardwick as a man. I didn't start exploring his comedy and his YouTube channel until I was in my 20s. But Dale as a character has okay. like impacted me since I was eight years old. You know what I mean? So it's just well, let me tell a you a funny story life. real quick. Please do a, real, a quick funny story about uh, the current recording session. Okay. So they they have the voices queued up, right? And and they would play them back so that the, the actors could remember who they were. Sure. And it was funny because they were playing Rusty Shackleford, right? <laughs> and, and and I told I told the, the the sound engineer at the time that like you guys have to find Dale because he's going to say that's not Dale. That's rusty. He had about he had about four people in him. Yeah. Yeah. So it was funny because That's they great. always tried to get they always tried to get Johnny to do like, you know, different 
those small characters and stuff like that. And every time he would do it, it sounded just like, That's just exactly, like Dale. Yeah, yeah so. I think I think I remember him doing some things on the phone or something like that, you know, to fill yep. in. And boy, you could pick him out yep. every single time. Him, yeah, every single time. Well, between him and Stephen Root, I mean, they are very, mm-hmm. very recognizable. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Well, man, well, thanks, thank you guys. I again. appreciate you guys carrying it on, man. We really do. We really do. And and uh, our thoughts are with you and your family also as you go through this. Uh, certainly uh, Johnny's family, but uh, you guys were super close. And I, I just can't That's thank true. you enough for taking the time to talk to nobody's in, in Waco, Texas. But uh, we Yeah, just... I haven't talked to anybody yet except for you guys. So. <laughs> well, we and I get it, calls man. all the time. So. I bet you do. So, yeah, you, you, do. you guys are doing good things, man. Well, thank you we so much, sir. So we really much. appreciate thank it. You. All right. Well, we'll we'll give you your time back, and uh, it was great. a pleasure meeting you. You as well. Have a great day. All right. You too. Goodbye. Bye-bye. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.